Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Hi, guys. This is Tom Prakash from Chakra. We have a new album, and it's called Power Play. You are listening to Talking Metal. See ya. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Talking Metal with Mark Striegel. How are you? I am Mark Striegel. Yes, yes, yes. We got a fun episode today. Lots of good music, a good interview with a good guy. His name is John. He sings with a band called Chakra and kind of an interesting story. So definitely stay tuned for that. He'll uh, tell you a little bit of his story with the band He's been with them now for two albums. They have a, a, a brand new record out, his second record with the band. And he is the singer. John is the singer of Chakra. And this is a great song off that record, that new Chakra record, which is called Power Play. And this song is called Dear Enemy. Oh, I love this song. Check it out.
just heard was Dear Enemy by Chakra. Definitely support these guys. The album is out in Europe. And as I mentioned in the interview to him, I was having trouble finding it on iTunes, uh, but in the States here. But maybe by the point, uh, by the time you're hearing this, it will have uh, been released on iTunes. But do yourself a favor and support these guys. Buy their music. Buy the new record, Power Play. The last record was really good, too, which we'll hear a a track off of that in just a bit. Right now, I'd like to take a moment to remind you guys that we don't have commercials here. You know, back in the day, we actually did have some sponsors. It was just too much work trying to please the sponsors and trying to actually get them to agree to give us, you know, 500 bucks here and there in the first place. The amount of work we were putting into it didn't even seem worth it. Now, now I know 500 bucks is a lot of a lot of money, but... um, Honestly, it was uh, just not not worth it. So the way we do things now is we have you guys donate, and you guys have been so awesome, and I'm so appreciative. If you haven't made a donation, listen, this week, if you've already made a donation, listen, I, I, th- I can't thank you enough. And you guys know who you are. Some of you have made big donations to us. I'm blown away. Others have given what they can, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 bucks. And you guys, I don't want you to donate anything this week. What what I want is for somebody who's never donated before to give us, you know, just give us 5 bucks, whatever you can afford. And the way you do that is you go to talkingmetal.com on the on the site there, you will find a PayPal button. That's the donation button and shoot me over 5 bucks, man. Please, I would really appreciate it. And when you do shoot me over the money, also note a song. Note a song that you want to hear, and I will play it, okay? There's other ways you can support us, too. You can buy a T-shirt on TalkingMetal.com, and you can use these Amazon links. Now, the way they work is, again, you go to TalkingMetal.com, and, uh, well, let's, let's let's take a step back. First of all, you've decided that you want to buy something on Amazon. What you do then is you go to talkingmetal.com and you know you clear your browser, clear your cookies just to be sure we're going to get credit for it. You go to talkingmetal.com, you use our link to open the Amazon uh, site. You search for your product and you buy it. And it's the same exact price it would have been even if you hadn't used the talking metal link. So you're not, you know, you're not paying anymore. There's there's no uh, there's no nothing like that. No fishiness, if you will. And what happens is we get a small percentage of it. And that's the way a lot of these guys are doing it. You know, Adam Carolla and, and Penn Gillette and uh, Dustin Tr- Trussell, Family Hour, all these guys are pr- asking you to do that. And I guarantee they're making a lot more money doing their podcast than I am. I'm honestly, I don't even think we break even here. So anything you can you can help give us towards the production of this podcast is uh, greatly appreciated. I'd like to remind you we have a YouTube page and it has a lot of great stuff up there. I was just watching our jam with Rob Dukes where we do the Black Sabbath classic Snowblind. If you haven't seen that, it is great. And listen, I know John and I don't really make it great. You know, we're the average musicians, but we have uh, this guy, Rob Dukes, who plays in the band Generation Kill and Exodus singing with us and he just freaking kills it and ron Lipnicki from overkill is on the drums on that one it's a great great performance and like i said little i'm not i'm not saying it's great because of us it's great because of primarily rob dukes and uh ron Lipnicki and dan lorenzo does a great job with the uh the guitar on that too so check that out on youtube.com slash talking metal Speaking of videos online, there's a hilarious video, if you haven't seen it. I can't remember if I've mentioned this. I don't think I have, but I may have. It is of William Shatner. Now, listen, I'm a big sci-fi guy. A lot of you guys know that. Big fan of Star Trek. Been into the... I'm not like crazy, crazy Star Trek fan. Although some of you may consider me to be a crazy Star Trek fan. At one time, I was... I went to the conventions and stuff. Listen, I admit it. But um, anyways, excuse me, <clears throat> Shatner, William Shatner, who's done some work with Zach Wild, 
uh, there's a video of Shatner. It's like, you know, there was this Zach Wild roast, I guess, that took place recently. I haven't actually seen the roast, but Blabbermouth or Brave Words or one of those sites had the, a link to just the video that they played during the roast uh, of William Shatner of Star Trek, TJ Hooker fame, Boston legal fame, roasting Zach Wild. And it is fucking hilarious and raw and wrong. And, uh, Zach's wife is in it, and it's uh, it's definitely on on the nasty, dirty side. You probably don't want to watch it with your uh, your parents. Um, at least you wouldn't want to watch it with my parents. I don't know how how cool and and hip your parents are, but yes, check it out because it's fucking funny. If you like Zach Wild, if you like William Shatner, or you just like one of them, or whatever, or you know about them, it's just hilarious, man. If you just like to have a good fucking laugh, check it out. It's the uh, William Shatner roast of Zach Wild. Good shit. Funny shit. At least in my book. You know, we all have different senses of humor, if you will. Speaking of PayPal, which I was uh, speaking of earlier, we had a donation come in from a longtime supporter and listener of Talking Metal. His name is David Isaac. David, thank you so much. And digging your request... As you know, because you saw my Spotify activity on Facebook, after you sent the email in, I I did go back and and listen to the song Dealer off of Come Taste the Band. That's Deep Purple's last record of the 70s, right? And what what a great record it was. It was definitely a different sound for Deep Purple. There's so many great tracks off the record. This is, I guess, the third album with Glenn Hughes and David Coverdale, who basically, I would say, shared vocal duty in Deep Purple. Basically, when Ian Gillen left the band, Glenn Hughes, who also played bass, came in, and David Coverdale came in, and they both would sing for Deep Purple. Uh, David just doing this singing and, and Glenn playing bass and singing. And, and they did a great job. But this is a rare song because, as you pointed out, it features some vocals from Tommy Boland, who is the guitar player in the band at that point. When Richie Blackmore left the band, they brought in a guy named Tommy Boland. He was an American, and a lot of at the time, a lot of the Deep Purple fan base did not did not appreciate Tommy. He was booed, especially in Europe, at a lot of shows, and and he had he was frustrated in the band because again, he the 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 Deep Purple fan base, especially in Europe, did not accept Tommy Boland. And I believe "Come Taste the Band" is one of these records that. It took a few years, maybe even a few decades, not a few decades, but it, it took some time for people to kind of start to really appreciate what a great record Come Taste the Band was. And this is, again, the only Deep Purple song where, where Tommy actually does a little singing. And it is the off of the only Deep Purple album, you know, studio album with Tommy Boland. And again, it is Come Taste the Band. The song is Dealer.
That was Dealer by Tommy Bolin with Deep Purple. Again, the lineup of Deep Purple at that point was David Coverdale. Tommy Bolin on guitar, and he does a little vocals on that song there. Uh, Glenn Hughes on bass. And Glenn also did a lot of vocals in the band. And you had uh, Ian Pace on the drums at that point. And also John Lord on the keyboard. Some people refer to that as, I think, Deep Purple Mark III or Mach III because it was kind of the third lineup of, of Deep Purple. And Ian Gillen, is, is, uh, it's funny because I had a picture one time somebody sent me of Ian Gillen wearing a Tommy Bolin shirt, which I just thought was a dig at Richie Blackmore, and I thought that was pretty awesome. It was a more recent, probably within the last 15 years, of Ian Gillen wearing this Tommy Bolin shirt and... How great is that? But uh, Ian Gillen has actually ex- expressed that he he doesn't consider "Come Taste the Band" a Deep Purple record because uh, it was too funky. Um, and but in the same article, which I believe was in like Classic Rock magazine, I remember reading him saying that it uh, he has no problem with Tommy Bolin. And I, again, there is a picture somewhere if you Google it with uh, Ian Gillen wearing a Tommy Bolin shirt. How funny is that? Because, of course, Tommy Bolin only played on that record, and that was a Deep Purple record that did not include Ian Gillen, as we already covered. Let's get into an interview with, again, John Prakash from the band Chakra. I want to play some old Chakra right now, and then we'll get into the interview with John. And when I say old, it's not even that old. This is from John's first record with the band. And this band has been around for 20 years, believe it or not. John has been with them, I guess, in the interview, I think he says since 2009. So this is from the 2011 release. It is called Back on Track. And after we hear this song, we will get into the interview with John.
Mark Striegel from Talking Metal, and we are excited because on the line we have the singer of the band Chakra. It's John Prakish. How are you, John? I'm doing good, man. Doing well. How are you? I'm. I'm how are you? I am. I'm great. We're excited because you have your second album now with the band Chakra, and it's called Power Play. It's out now, and it is. Uh, Again, your second album with this group who, you know, the group's been together since 99, but you actually joined back, what, in 2010, 2011 for the Back on Track record? Is that correct? 2009, in October 2009. Cool. And how did you originally hook up with these guys? Uh, um, well, um, it's a bit of a long story, okay? And so I tried to, to go in, into detail. Um, you know, at the time I worked as a sales assistant in a big store, and uh, my boss there told me, "Hey, Chakra is looking for a new singer," and um, uh, they just said this stuff. Yeah. I thought, "Okay, why not?" And um, yeah, I sent them my my songs, and um, a few hours later, I got a call from Tom, and he told me, "Hey, man, I like your voice. Let's meet." And uh, it went very fast. Uh, it was like it was like magic, man. It was cool, really cool. So it was literally just a few hours later that he called you. Yeah, uh, it was no, it was it, it wasn't a call. It was an email. And um, yeah, uh, uh, approximately um, two days later, we met at a at a gig of Chakra and. Uh, uh, Met them and it was like you know, like a family right from the start. And, um, yeah, they 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 welcomed me very heartily, and you know, it was chemistry was perfect. Cool. And tell us a little bit about yourself. Where did you actually learn to sing? Because you have a great, great voice. And and the thing I like about your voice is it's it's not the typical voice. A lot of heavy metal bands all they have the singer that all they all sound the same. And you know, you have a great, strong voice, but it also has a unique sound to it. Is that just natural, or is it something you developed? Ah, oh, thank you so much, man. Oh, that's good. <laughs> um, well. Thank, uh, thank God for it. It's natural. Absolutely. Of course, I have some skills. Um, I think that's, that's normal. But um, I thank God for it. It's not good. Cool. And now the new record is, again, it's called Power Play. How does this record differ? What's different about this record than the last record you did with the band, Back on Track? How does it differ? Oh, as you know, music is a personal matter. You know, and, um, um, I think, but personally, I think it's more diversified, it's more powerful, and it, it has a lot of. Um, I would say it has something for everyone. You know, like uh, heavy heavy riffs. Uh, you you have higher. You have. Uh, your enemy, um, you also have ballads, like a wonderful life. So um, I really like it, and um, I, I can't wait to it performing on stage. It's, it's absolutely amazing. I like it. Yeah, what I've heard of it sounds great. Um, is it out in America yet? Because I, I went to look for it on iTunes and Spotify, and I did not see it, at least not here in the States, but it did seem like it was already out in Europe. Is that true? That is true, definitely. At this time, we're, we're lucky. We, uh, America uh, is is going to to uh, push us to, uh, to publish our new uh, album, and I really, I really like it. I did. We didn't expect that because of uh, never being there, you know. Um, me as a person either, because uh, I, I would like to play there in America. Uh, by the way, where do you come from? Which uh, area? I'm in New <laughs> Jersey. I'm in New Jersey, which is right outside of New York okay. City. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, uh, is it true that John Bon Jovi comes from there, New Jersey? Uh, bon Jovi? 
Yeah. Yeah, Bon Jovi, uh, Skid Row. There's been a lot of different bands that have come from New Jersey, definitely. Bruce Springsteen, I oh, think, okay. is the most famous one, of course. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, I like it. I like it. So do you think you it's know, a like possibility with, that you like guys... With, with, with Sorry? Do you, do you think it's a possibility that you guys will be able to come to America with this record? Um, you know, touring is very expensive, so uh, I can't say that yet. It would be great. Just invite us and we will come, okay? <laughs> okay. Because, you know, we have plans for through Europe, uh, I mean, Germany, uh, France, of course, Switzerland, Austria, maybe, maybe uh, Netherlands, and uh, maybe, I don't know yet, Italy. but uh, I'd like to come to, to uh, America. But it isn't planned yet. Okay. Now, you mentioned that the record has a lot of heavy riffs and it's very diverse. You guys did uh, choose to do the first video, and I guess I would call it the first single from the record, is one of the more mellower songs off the record. It's called A Wonderful Life. It's very melodic and, and a really nice-sounding song. What is this song actually about? Well, you know, um, you know I wrote the, the lyrics, and um, it's about, you know, at the time I was in a tricky situation, and it, it, bothered, it bothered me a lot. And the only thing I could do to look at it, to look at it differently, and then I realized my life is perfect, it's wonderful, wonderful life. I have to look at it differently from another perspective, and then I realized that everything is right, okay. And um, it's about, it's a very positive message, and um, I really like it. I'm a, I'm a little bit proud of it, yeah, because you know I wrote the lyrics and also the the vocal line uh, on uh, "Wonderful Life," and this was cool. It was cool. Uh, anyway, uh, we like to you know Thomas. Do you know Thomas? He's the main songwriter, and um, he, he he always um, composes. Um, the songs, and uh, but sometimes he needs he needs uh, help to, to for the vocal line, and I was able to, to get some help from work on the great person. You know, it was like uh, yeah, we worked as a team. This time we worked as a team. Excellent, you know, yeah, because a lot in the um, past. Thomas, sorry, I was just saying a lot of times in the past, Thomas has written some of the songs just on his own, right? Mm, right. And um, usually, usually um, we work alone. And but this time we, we we came together and we and we got together and we tried to make this song together as a team. And that's that's a different. Excellent. What are some of your favorite bands? Hmm. Um. Personally, or what do you mean? Yeah, what are your favorite bands to listen to? Uh, yeah, you know, hard rock okay. and heavy metal um, bands. What are your favorite? Currently, ones? I like I like I like uh, Alterbridge. I think they're they're from uh, America. You know, Miles Kennedy, Mark Tremonti. Yeah, I really like I really like Alterbridge. Linkin Park. Uh, I like uh, sorry, Limp Biscuit. I also like uh, Bon Jovi. I also like Skid Row. Uh, I like a lot of. Sorry, different music styles, and um, yeah, that keeps me, you know, flexible. And maybe, yeah, that's the reason why I, why my voice sounds a bit differently than others. You know, right? Definitely. Maybe, do you I like Miles? You mentioned Miles Kennedy of Altered Bridge. Do you like his work with Slash? No, <laughs> sorry, no. No, you do not. Okay. <laughs> no, because it, it sounds so different, so differently. Um, you know, um, you know, I, I'm not a, a big fan of Guns N' Roses, or I, I never was. Um, but I like the style of Slash, how he plays the guitar. But um, in that case, I don't like it. I got you. As I already said, it's it's a personal matter. There's nothing else. Sure. 
of course, do you, do you know uh, the Old Bridge uh, song, what was it called? Loving Memory. Uh, you know, I, I know a little bit about Altered Bridge. I'm not really well versed on on their their song, so I have to say I'm not that familiar with that song. No. Uh, okay, but it's one of my favorite songs, and I, I would I recommend you have to listen to it. "Loving Memory." Absolutely, no, out of this world. Cool. Now the guys in Altered Bridge, they used to be some of them used to be in Creed, right? Yeah, that's right. I think yeah. I think it's, it's the same. Same um, band, just different singer, right? Um, yeah, same band, different singer, yeah. Cool. So what bands, when you play in Europe, uh, when you guys go out on tour to promote the new record, what bands will you be playing? Any big-name bands that we might know of? Oh, no, I haven't the plug in. Honestly, I haven't the plug in uh, because um, it isn't planned yet. Um, we have a lot of guests in, in Switzerland, but... Um, and mostly we we are the headliner, you know, uh, um, and that's why I don't know Germany. We we touring in Germany, but I don't know um, who'll be there because it's not always the same band. It's it sounds strange, but it it is definitely this way. Right. No, I got you. I got you. It's still being planned. And uh, is that where your, yeah. your biggest fan base is in the Germany and Switzerland area? Certainly, yes, definitely. But um, that's why we're doing this interview because I was basically read our music um, in Europe and also in America. That's the reason why we're doing this interview. Great. Well, we will definitely be playing your music here on Talking Metal. And uh, again, just a little bit about your background. Where did you actually grow up again? Okay. Uh, I have to say, oh. Uh, my name is John Prakash, and that comes from India. I grew up in, in, uh, um, in Switzerland. I was adopted by Swiss. That's why um, uh, I, I speak perfectly Swiss German, you know. But um, I don't know my my real parents. So, uh, yeah, as I already said, um, I was adopted. My roots are in India. I got you. Okay, cool. But, uh, but you were you were raised. You, you got me. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, but I never, uh, I never felt, you know, out of place. Uh, there, there's an Indian inside of me, and also a Swiss guy. Right. We're both, in Switzerland. I was in time. Switzerland. I like that. I was in Switzerland once. I was in uh, Saint Moritz, Switzerland. Uh, sorry, I, I, I didn't catch you. Uh, I said okay. I. Sorry. I I once went on a vacation to Switzerland. It was a long time ago, but I was in a part of the t- country called St. Moritz. Are you familiar with that area? Yeah, 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 of course, of course. I know that. It's um, a very special place for skiing, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. I was, I was, I'm a skier, but I was actually there in the summer. But uh, where in Switzerland did you grow up? <laughs> oh, no, really? You should come again and, uh, for skiing. It's, it's uh, amazing. Uh, currently, uh, we have snow, a lot of snow, and um, you have to come, man. Where did you grow up in Switzerland? Uh, in the east part. Um, it's very, very close to Germany, very close. But, um, do you know, um, what is it, uh, video or some town? It's very close to Zurich, I have to say Zurich. Okay. Gotcha. Very, very close. Uh, half an hour away from the place. Okay, great. Well, John, we wish you all the luck. If you could give us a Talking Metal ID, just say your name and your band, and you are listening to Talking Metal. Okay, of course. Whenever you're ready. Hi. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Hi, guys. This is John Prakash from Chakra. We have a new album, and it's called Power Play. You are listening to Great. John, thanks so much. I'm, I'm sorry the connection was a little tough for you, uh, but um, we'll clean it up, and uh, it'll go out in our podcast probably next week. Thanks, of course. Okay, it's absolutely okay. I hope you can work with it. Um, this was not so much good. Um, um, yeah. 
heard was Wonderful Life, a more mellow song by the band Chakra, which I think probably has some good commercial potential. So the best of luck to this band. I would love for John to come over to America for the first time and, and rock us all over here. Sounds like a good guy. Interesting that he likes Miles Kennedy in Altered Bridge, but not with Slash. Altered Bridge is a band I never really listened much to because, honestly, I never liked Creed, and I knew that Altered Bridge was the guys from Creed. But I've heard enough people speak highly of Altered Bridge that I'm now kind of curious to give them another listen. I've listened to a couple songs here and there, but I, I need to actually go back and clear my mind of Creed and just uh, listen to them without thinking that, oh, wow, these are the guys from Creed. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that at some point. And a big thanks to John from Chakra for checking us out um, here on Talking Metal and speaking with us. And we suggest you guys check them out, support them. If you still buy CDs, go buy Power Play. It sounds like it's going to be a good one. Let's get into Cannibal Nation now by the band Mob Rules. This is the title track off of their latest record.
Speaking of mob rules, I'm sure they took their name from the the Black Sabbath classic. So why don't we end with that? But let's let's mix it up a bit. This is Ray Gillen. He was briefly in Black Sabbath. Ray Gillen died. Uh, I'm not sure when he died in the 90s, I think. Uh, early 90s, from what I remember. And he had, he had uh, eventually... Let's, all right, let's start. He, he was in Black Sabbath briefly in 1986. And what you're going to hear is him singing Mob Rules live with Black Sabbath in 1986. And... Then he went on, I guess he's mostly known for his work with Badlands. He did two records with Jakey Lee and Eric Singer of Kiss fame. Eric, after Badlands, played with Alice Cooper and ended up in Kiss. He's currently with Kiss. He's been with them basically since Revenge. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, this is Ray Gillen and Tony Iommi busting out the Black Sabbath classic. Mob Rules. This is live from 1986. This was included on the Seventh Star Deluxe version, which I actually just bought the CD of. I don't buy a lot of CDs, but I, I'll be honest with you guys, I had a hard time finding a download of this online. So uh, there you go. I went and I, I bought one, uh, which I don't think was even released in this country. I had to buy it from somebody who I guess had gotten it over in Europe. So here it is, Mob Rules by Black Sabbath. Support Talking Metal. Go use those Amazon links on TalkingMetal.com. Go make a donation. And yeah, here it is, Mob Rules, 1986, live. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. 
If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.